Hello, my name is Amelia. I own Solutions by Amelia. I'm a registered nurse and business owner. And we've taken a little bit of a break from the auto recording, but I am back with Renee Hughes. And this audio, uh, this session, we're going to focus on talking about fears. As I noticed in being in business, I'm going into my second year, that a lot of people who had started with me initially a couple years ago are no longer in business or they have gone back to work that they don't enjoy so much. And I'm meeting a lot of people who want to restart or who want to just start and they keep saying that they have a lot of fears. And this episode, we're going to focus on slaying fears. We're going to focus on addressing some of the common fears that people have related to business and how to get past them. I've noticed a lot of coaches out there have been talking about, yes, there's a lot of fear, but in terms of how to get past that, uh, there has been a lot of vagueness. So I have an amazing business coach with me, one of my coaches and great supports, um, Renee Hughes, and she's actually going to address some of those fears. And more importantly, we're going to talk about how to get past them in real time and how to conquer fear with action. And we'll be giving you more specific steps about that. But first, I want uh, Renee to introduce herself and tell us all a little bit about her and what she does. Thank you, Amelia. I'm really excited. Thank you so much. It's an honor to, to chat with you guys and talk about this topic because it's, it's really dear to my heart. So yeah, I'm Renee Hughes. I work full-time actually in a volunteer ministry. So I do education around in American Sign Language and Jamaican Sign Language. And that's what I actually do full-time and part-time secularly. I'm a business coach and mentor. So that's what I've been doing. I've been in business since 2009. Okay, awesome. So let's get right into it. You know, a lot of people say they want to start a business or they say they want to start a new business idea or a new venture or they might not even have an idea. But one thing that really stops them from even starting is fear of failure, fear that they will mess up. Tell me a little bit more about how you have coached and support other people with getting past this uh, fear to just start. Yeah, I see this all the time. And of course, I experienced it myself. And one of the reasons behind it, I just want to address that a little bit before I get into some solutions. One of the the reasons that we have so much fear is that we all kind of have this imposter syndrome where we're so afraid, you know, I'm venturing out to do this, but who am I to, you know, start this business or to do something extraordinary? Or why am I not just doing the status quo? So behind all of that is what I really address. Uh, you have to get to the root of what is it that I'm feeling like? Why am I feeling so afraid? What is it specifically? Do I not believe in myself? Do I not believe what in the, in the offering that I have? You know, that type of thing we have to dig into. And so usually when I'm coaching people, I start with that. Let's talk a little bit about what makes you nervous. What, what is it that you're concerned about? And when you're and really helping people to change their relationship with the fear of failure, because what we've found and what I've known to be true and have seen over and over again is what we can call failure can often turn into growth opportunities. And when we change that relationship with what failure means to us, what success means to us, when we learn how to believe in who we are, first of all, because that's your brand. That's what I always preach to people. You know, people think about, oh, what's my tagline going to be? What's my image? You know, what am I going to do with all this technical stuff? But you are your brand. So really helping to dig down into who you are and making sure that what you're standing behind, whatever product or service or whatever it is that you've created and you get ready to stand behind it, that you have something to put behind it, that you have belief in yourself and belief in what it is that you offer and knowing that it's something that the public needs and wants. And as a person really begins to grab a hold of that, 
the fear melts away. Wow. So many golden nuggets right there. Thank you so much for sharing that. And that's one of the things I love about your coaching style is that a lot of people say, oh, well, fear holds me back. And people say, oh, we'll just get past fear. But I love how you actually broke down like how to do it. Let's unpack this fear. Let's bring the underlying things to light. Is it not feeling like you should be talking about this topic? Is it being afraid of talking to people? Some people are afraid of, you know, not having enough people to talk to. So tell me a little bit more about that. Some people are afraid of um, talking to people and not having enough people to talk to. Tell me a little bit more about how you help people to get past those fears. That's a very real fear because here's the thing. Most of us are not salespeople. I don't know anybody that goes to school and grows up and says, my dream is to become a salesperson. Nobody wants to do that. And so when we start thinking about a business, we're afraid because we don't know, I mean, who am I going to ask? How am I going to say it? I'm terrible at sales. 99.9% of people say that. They don't want to be in sales. But here's the thing that I really try to assist people with early on because you've got to get your mind around this. And I'm going to talk about how to do that. If you're in business, and it doesn't matter if you're a chef or you're in real estate or you've designed your own jewelry line or you're standing behind another product or service, you have got to understand that it is sales. Just the very nature of entrepreneurship is sales. And to even expand that further, even if you're not an entrepreneur and you're a professional, you still, in our everyday life, we all sell something. We sell ourselves when we go on an interview and we want that person to understand why we are the right fit for this job, that's sales. When you want your kid to eat something that they don't want, but you want to help them to understand why this is going to help their body, that's sales. When you want your spouse to take you somewhere and do something different or you want your dynamic and your relationship to change and you have that conversation, all of that is sales. So really what it is that we're afraid of is what we do in our everyday life. It's just relationship. It's just communication. It's just moving people from point A to point B because it's something that's going to benefit them. And when we understand that what we're doing is something that's actually not only a benefit to us, but also a benefit to the person that we're talking to, again, that fear starts to melt away. Now you asked about fear of of having people to talk to. So that's another thing because a lot of us are moving or recognizing we have different levels of being introverts. I'm, I'm very much an introvert. People throw that word around. You know, a lot of people say that they are, but I'm someone who actually can be, feel ill being around people, even if I'm having fun. Like, I, you know, so it's, it's a real thing. So for those of us who have that to deal with, when we think about talking to people, it can be paralyzing. So the way you get past that, first of all, you take it, a section at a time. It's like, you know, that saying where people say, how do you break down a wall? You take one pebble at a time. So you don't really think about, okay, in order for me to be successful, I have to have 500 clients or I have to have all this whole big number and you start to sweat. You first just start putting in place who you are, getting real solid with that and making sure that you understand your offering and that you're, you're solid about that. And then just little by little, you start to talk to people, you start to get on social media, you find what's comfortable for you. Is it getting on live? Is it writing posts? Is it sending text messages? Is it sending emails? Is it getting on the phone? You know, you go through different phases and trials to find out where your sweet spot is. What am I good at? Where do I feel comfortable? And then as time moves on, you start to push that envelope and do things that aren't so comfortable. And then you get comfortable with that and you kind of expand. So your network expands, you start to get out there more, you might even start doing speaking engagement. I have seen 
real life introvert to get up on the stage and blow people away. So you actually begin to grow and get better and better. And as you do that, and as you get in front of more people, and as you get more confident, your network is going to grow and you're going to have more people to talk to. So that, I don't know if that covers the two questions. Ask me again if I missed something. <laughs> no, I mean, it sounds good to me, Renee. It all sounds good. That's one of the things I love about your coaching style is that it's specific, it's action-based, and it's step-by-step. A lot of people sometimes invest in coaching and they pay for a lot of vague information. And that's something that I had a bad experience with. And, and then when I started having your coaching, I was like, oh, so this is what coaching really is. It's about <laughs> action. It's about someone supporting you. you from one action to the next. So right. thank you for that, Renee. Yeah. Um, so tell me a little bit more about that. You know, you're very much about supporting people through action and using action to slay fears. So tell me more about how taking action and training and support and having a team can be helpful and supportive in addressing and overcoming um, some of these common fears that we talked about? Good question. I, you know, when I first started in business, I was very much alone. I had some of the same experiences you did. I, I spent a lot of money on coaching and training and I, I was doing it, but it wasn't until like 2013, I made a documentary about health because I was in business and I was doing okay. But, you know, as an entrepreneur, a lot of times you're just a client away from starting over. And I was in that situation. I was doing really, really well. And then I lost a really big client. And then I thought, oh, my goodness, am I going to be starting over? Do I have to go back to traditional work? And right around that time, I said, you know what? This is a good time to shift. And I was always very much interested. I love being in business, but I was also interested in how I could support people with health and wellness. So I thought, what can I do? You know, I don't have any kind of background in wellness. What can I do that's to support that community and do something that I really love? And so I had no idea how to do that. And so I decided to make a documentary. And so I gathered some of the professionals in health and wellness in uh, Orlando, Kissimmee area. And some of those people rallied around me, thankfully, and had a really successful event that we turned into a documentary. And it was through that event that I met someone who introduced me into doing business in a different way. It was a coaching style that encouraged partnership and a support team. It was something that I didn't even know that I needed and was looking for, but it satisfied that in me. So when you have a support team, you have built-in accountability, partnerships, where you can brainstorm with people when you have people who are invested in your success. So here's the thing. Sometimes when we have coaches there are some amazing coaches out there. Most coaches really do want to see their people succeed. But not everybody is completely invested in your success. But there are certain business models where your success is, is tied in with your coach's success. And that adds a little bit of extra love, extra urgency into that. And so you don't just have a coaching session and then you're off on your own and hope you apply it and hope your business goes well. You know, peace to you. You really have that partnership that continues on over time and you help one another to grow and your thought processes and your fears and your good days and your bad days. There's nothing like having that person or that team that you can get in there and talk about and say, I had an amazing day. What a win I had, you know, and have that person be really invested and hear you and care about it. And also accountability is important. So this is something I talk a lot about and I'm, I'm maybe digressing a little bit here, but. When you're in business for yourself, one of the biggest sabotages that I see in entrepreneurs is that they don't do the work. 
they do a little bit, they play with it, they turn it into a hobby, they do it some days and other days they don't. And where we should be treating this as a business, as our profession, just, just as you would go clock in at your hospital and you know that if you're a nurse and you have you clock in and you have to do that shift, you can't say, okay, I'm supposed to work 7.30 to 12.30, but you know what, I, we're going to do it today. You know, and so that's what happens with entrepreneurs. You know, we say, you know, I've got all this other stuff to do today. I'm not going to work on my business today. But when you're working with a team and when you have a partner, you can't do that because your lack of action affects somebody else. And now all of a sudden it becomes real. And you understand that if I don't show up, I'm now affecting somebody else. And that's kind of what happens in our day job, right? You know, if you're, you know, I spent 12 years as a C-level executive assistant. I don't get to not clock in. I don't get to not show up at the office unless something major is going on and I get a replacement. I got to show up because people's lives, their travel, their meeting, their deals, millions of dollars in the, in the, in the case where I, where I was working are, are on the line by me not showing up or, or by my, me not doing my job. And for the people in the medical industry, people's lives and their health and their comfort is on the line when you don't show up. And so when you have a partner and a team, it helps you to stay in action. It helps you to be accountable and you're no, you're no longer able to just skip a day, you know, and just not do it. And so that really helps the curve of success. Mm-hmm. And, um, and as someone who's a part of your team, I must say that that's, it's been helpful for me is having that accountability and um, also, Renee, having a way to actually practice the skills of entrepreneurship, because I think a lot of people decide to leave a job and go straight into their own business and they don't know where to start. And um, maybe that's veering into a whole different episode, but they don't know where to start. They don't know how to start. And I feel as though um, they may not know that there are basic skills of entrepreneurship that they can start learning alongside whatever it is that they're already doing. So let's end with that. You're telling me more about the model that has allowed you or allows other people to learn the skills of entrepreneurship as they're doing their day job, as they're doing their coaching business or whatever it else that they're doing. Tell me a little bit more about the model that allows people to learn the basic skills of an entrepreneur as they're living their normal life. Yeah, you know, a lot of times this is really important to Amelia because a lot of times when we're thinking of becoming an entrepreneur, and we do need to address that just a little bit to say you can't, it's difficult to just jump into it. I highly recommend that people keep their day job at least for a, a time while they build up because it can be overwhelming if you feel like, oh my goodness, you know, some people do take the leap and they say that's what gives them the fire to build, but I, I recommend a different way. When I started in business, like I said, in 2009, I was all on my own. And then in 2013, when I did the documentary, I was introduced to a woman who became my coach, Mel Bale, and she reintroduced me to the, the, the model of network marketing. And, you know, that was so distasteful for me, especially as an entrepreneur, because of the fact that, let's be honest, it's not done well in many, many cases. And most of us have really bad experiences with people who are in that industry. And so when that was recommended to me as a partnership, I was so heavily disappointed because I really liked Mel. And I thought I'd love to partner with this lady and do something in health and wellness, but yet also continue my business coaching. What I found is it literally is a better way of doing business. So I went from being on my own, struggling, 
even when I was doing well, I felt like I was struggling. I didn't have people to bounce things off of. I wasn't ever sure if I was going in the right direction. I was lacking confidence. I was lacking uh, focus. And I was spending a lot of money on training. And as I moved into this model, what I found were high quality coaches. And the information that I was getting from these coaches, Mel Bayo, I'll throw some names around so you guys can look at them. Uh, she is the mindset fairy. You can check her out on IG. Richard Bliss Brook, Kimmy Brook. I mean, these are people who, Adam Green, who have been wildly successful in their industries. And they were coaching me for, for the most part without cost. And they were giving me the same information, but much better an upgraded version of what I had been paying hundreds and thousands of dollars for in, in some cases. And so it, I'm really passionate about it because as I coach people, both in general business and in network marketing, I see people throwing dollars away all the time. And what's happening is they're, they're getting a regurgitation of the same information over and over and they're still not in action. And this industry, if you're with the right company and you have the right coach, this is important. A lot of people, the reason why we have those unforgettable, distasteful experiences is because people get into this business and they don't know what they're doing. They don't, they don't have a support system. They, they, you know, they haven't joined a team. They just kind of were signed up and thrown out there to the wolves and, and then we get them you know, on our IG or our telephone and, and it's not so good. But when you're with a company that gets it and they are professionals, they are true professionals, they treat this as a profession and not a hobby, and they are completely okay with people saying no to them and not being interested, and they kind of keep it moving versus asking the same people over and over again, hey, come take a look at my thing. And so I really moved into a different level of understanding business and understanding people and understanding myself with network marketing. And I highly recommend it. Again, it's got to be the right coach, the right people, the right company, all that needs to come together in a beautiful way. But what I, I, I really recommend that people take another look at it and think about it as a professional and find people who are doing it in a professional way versus ick. I don't like that. I'm so glad that I took that opportunity and I kind of put aside my prejudice. I had a very strong pre prejudice against it. And I put it aside for a little while and kind of took a listen for a couple of months and fell in love with it and really became a stronger, better leader myself. Wow. Oh, goodness, Renee, thank you so, so much for sharing that with us. Yeah, I too have uh, had a, a similar, not so great experience with the MLM company. And um, when you introduced the idea to me, I was like, I, I don't know about this. But what got me to really take a look was that this particular company uh, does things a different way. There are no hype, there are no pressure. And they really take the uh, stance of educating people and allowing people to choose based on the education that they have to make a decision that will best serve them. And really, it's out of a place of service that this uh, company does everything, which I really love. And another thing that I have found um, that I have been spending less money on training because I too was paying for training that never really connected the pieces. It's like people will talk about marketing over here. They talk about sales over here. They talk about uh, follow-up and keeping in touch with people over there. But I wasn't able to find anyone to put everything together in a system. And that's what I found through working with you and through working with this company is that they really have been the thread to stitch all of these pieces of information together into something I can actually take action on. And action that you've, you've been talking about, action is everything. Action is secured to fear. It's taking consistent action with support. 
Because when you just take action by yourself out there, you really don't know whether you're doing action in the right way or the wrong way. Mm -hmm. um, that's hard and tricky, but taking action under the watchful eye of someone who really cares, that's really made a difference for me. So thank you. <laughs> that's my heart. Okay. Good. Oh, so Renee, um, to wrap up, tell us about how people can reach out to you and I'll be sure to include your information close by as well. But how can people reach out to you? Where can they find you on Facebook, your Facebook group, um, Instagram, your website? Tell us all about it. All right. Sounds good. So my website is thebusinessofoils.com. My IG is Simplicity in Action. Um, let's see, what else can they reach out to me? Oh, I have a Facebook group. That's a lot of fun. And we talk about not only my particular business, but we do a lot of business coaching on there too. So really anybody that's interested in business coaching could join it. And it is called the Business of Oils as well. So it's a Facebook group. And again, it's called the Business of Oils. There's actually two of us on there. So you'd have to, to look for us. <laughs> we, should, we should probably differentiate some kind of way. But yeah, you can take a look at that. You can also reach me on email, Renee at ReneeHughes.com. Uh, lots of just different ways to, to get in touch. Awesome. Very good. So we're going to wrap it up and thank you all for listening. Of course, I'm Amelia of Solutions by Amelia. I'm on Twitter, Instagram as at RN underscore solutions. And I look forward to staying in touch. Take care. Bye.